We're rolling. Never rolling. Ready. You ready? Let's go. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever in the world you are. Welcome to the Matt Kim Podcast. We have, I think, the coolest guest we've had in a long time. Because if you don't know him, you've seen his face. If you don't know him, you've seen his interviews. If you don't know him, you've seen him troll the left. And I'm going to say maybe the greatest troll of our generation. Welcome, Shaney Rich. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I love the sound effect. Thanks for having me, Matt. Appreciate you. Yeah, bro. I mean, we've been leveling up. We got sound effects. We got people. We're stuck in the Matrix. And uh, it's a good time. Trying to find our way out. Matrix. It's, it's been crazy. It's been a crazy year. We recorded, um, I think, in July. Yeah. And somehow the data got corrupted and we lost the episode and the episode never went up. Appreciate you coming back. Anytime. Anytime. <laughs> so we got Shana here and um, I want to start with, I want to start at the top. All right. You make content and you make these short clips and you're on Rumble now. You are crushing it on Rumble, actually. Thank you. Um, crushing it on X and unfortunately not on YouTube. It's well, not unfortunate. It well, was for a moment, but then I realized it's the best thing to ever happen to me. We will circle back to that because I want to start at the top, which is start with why. Why do you make the content that you make? There's not enough of it. Mm. People don't really understand that the viewpoints of common sense is the majority, but nobody wants you to know that. And so my content, because it's so short form, I can't get into a lot of the depth that I want to, which is why I'm actually starting a podcast. I got a whole studio built out and I'm nice. going to be hopefully trying to take some of the people from the street and bring them into the podcast. I'm going to do it a little bit differently. Okay. But I make it because in my generation, you know, 19, the Gen Z is so, I want to say like laid back, lazy, and there, there's no action being taken. Like I saw they were talking about how nobody's believing in God anymore. Mm. You know, everyone's glued to their phones. Now the, the vision pros, nobody is in reality. People don't understand that this type of stuff actually matters. Like I'm sure that who you vote for in, in a degree might not really matter, but the people in power and the stuff that is actually happening behind the scenes really does matter. The only way is for people like us to speak out about it. Nothing will change. You got to put pressure on it. I love what you're doing because you're 19. Most people in your age group, 19 years old, are making dancing videos and gaming videos. And you do stuff in the most humorous way. It is political. It makes you think. It makes you see the other side. It kind of hits you in the face with a dose of reality. But at the same time, it's so real, honest, genuine. I love what you're doing. It's not something that I, I can't think of anyone else is doing really what you're doing, especially at the scale you're doing it. Yeah. I mean, the, the reason I, I've taken recently with over the past like four months, a very comedic approach with like the bait and switch mm -hmm. or whatever, you know, situation I want to put the people in because there's so much fear and anxiety. And I think that people actually love to just like sit there and have a laugh because the best source of the truth, in my opinion, ends up coming through comedy. Mm. Right. So if you're able to be, like you said, genuine, be comedic, but at the same time, have people think and get the truth widely spread. It's a it's a game changer. It's an absolute game changer. Yeah, I think there's a lot of people in society right now that are concerned about where we are, where we're going. And if you want to 
if you want to wake people up, if you want to change and open people's minds, then I think the best approach will be to do it paired with the, some sort of culture and society uh, like humor. I think this is really what's going to be the one that wins the culture war because the left has dominated the culture for generations now, right? If you think culture, you think the left because they have all the celebrities, they have all the comedians, they have all the musicians. But people are waking up and having access to the internet and having the ability to kind of give that power to independent people like yourself, I think it's amazing. I mean, the the, the tide is changing. You're seeing like like Tucker Carlson, right? Mm. Like he's bigger now than ever. Mm. The the old way of consuming the news was CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, which are all the same. So it's it's three or four outlets that pretend to be left and right, but they're at the end of the day the same. Now, and I think over the next even five to ten years, it's going to get even more prevalent, is independent creators and independent people that genuinely are making the, the content that they believe in. That's what everyone is going to drift towards. And in as far as kind of your generation of people and maybe your friend group or people that maybe even went to school with, do you see a shift in them? Because before being associated with Trump wasn't all that popular. I feel like, and from where I sit, it feels like there is a movement towards Trump is cool. What do you see? Yeah, definitely. Also, too, at the same time, as like people and kids like in high school don't like that all their friends are thinking that they're a different gender. Mm. People don't like to see that. You know, you go into a classroom and there's no American flag, there's a pride flag. And there's nothing wrong if you want to be gay or or whatever the, the situation is. But we've lost that sense of American pride. Like, mm. like people aren't proud to be American anymore the way that they were before. And I think that a lot of kids in the younger generation want to go back to that. Yeah, I mean, I thought that was a lot of fun. You know, if there's an Olympics or there's an event and everyone... Um, has their American pride, and um, it, it, it's just different. You know, it's crazy that if you go out and you see an American flag in front of a house, you're like, oh, they're conservative. Like, why? Why Why are liberals not also flying American flags? I think that's, to me, that's the most mind-blowing thing. Like, why is there a difference? Why does a flying an American flag mean something different than to somebody else? Why can't it just be like, hey, we're here, we live here, we support the country we live in, we support the country that's around us, we support the people around us, like, this is who we are. It's it's just so divided mm. nowadays. And the reason it's so divided is because the left and the right have both went so far. The far left has went so far and the right has went so far because no one's able to agree, you know? Like, even, like, you take a look at this new border bill that's coming out. It's... It's outrageous because it's it's playing completely playing both sides. They want you to think it's a quote unquote conservative bill, but in reality, it's not. Mm. They can only shut down. I think if if the border has over five thousand people per day, it gives Joe Biden like full authority to either shut it down or keep it going. But then hidden in there is Ukraine funding, mm. Israel funding. There's there's no priorities. Like Americans are sick of just their tax dollars going to AK forty sevens and tanks for Ukraine. Yeah, people are sick of it in any age group, no matter how much money you make. When they see the homeless people on the streets, homeless veterans, when when the roads have potholes in them. Because you travel a lot and you were out in L.A., most recently in Miami. You're kind of starting to see the deterioration of the cities. What do you think about kind of what's going on in the cities? So I grew up in L.A. Okay. I loved it. It's completely destroyed now. Mm. It's still beautiful. It's like still California, but the prices 
I, I went into Whole Foods and I was trying to buy some groceries and I, I think my cart was maybe worth 150 bucks. And they tell me, just walk out. I said, I said, what do you mean? They said, just walk out. I was like, what? I don't need to pay. They're like, no, we can't do anything. If, if, if you don't want to pay, you don't have to. Like hmm. they were incentivizing me to just basically literally steal. And I was like, no, nah, I'm paying. And then I paid and left. I went to Miami. It's a very conservative. It, yeah. It's basically its own country, right? Yeah. And the crazy thing about Miami is all of these minorities are also extremely conservative. So it's interesting, though, because nobody really speaks English. Hmm. And I think that there's a, a a massive change happening in America with all the people coming across the southern border, even if they're not Hispanic, like whatever demographic they are, to, to incentivize a new voting block within the country because the left knows they're losing it. Like they can't lie anymore. Hmm. They can't lie. But Miami, like you said, is really conservative area. I think when I go to Miami, if you go to Miami Beach, there are homeless people everywhere. If you go to a city in Miami, there's not as many. Actually, the city of Miami, which is a conservative part, and Miami Beach is a very liberal part, the uh, city of Miami is really clean. It's not overly dangerous. Um, it's one of those things where the, I think the cops in Miami do a phenomenal job. They let you party. They let you have your fun. They know people are in from out of town and they let it go just enough where people can enjoy themselves and feel like they're breaking the law just a little bit. Yeah. But their line is so clear. If it gets out of control, we're shutting it down immediately. There is no give in Miami. And I find that interesting compared to, I mean, if you wanted to compare LA to a different city, then Miami would probably be the closest. And LA, they are completely falling apart. It's, it's just a difference in the leadership. Mm. It comes down, it, it all starts at the top. So it's a difference in the, in the governors and also like the mayors of each individual city. But like when people see Newsom, he's the one that's putting those policies into place for California. And people go there with that mindset already. And that's why everyone's leaving. They're coming to, even coming to Georgia, but they're going to mostly to places like Texas mm. and Florida. You know, in Florida, they have 0% state income tax. And it's the most prosperous city mm. in America. Like, it's kind of funny how that works, right? Yeah. I mean, I love Miami. I think Miami is probably one of my most favorite American cities to yeah. go to. I think it's a lot of fun. And everyone's beautiful. That doesn't hurt. <laughs> yeah, Especially you, if you're 19. It yeah. must feel really good to be down there. <laughs> yeah, you can't really find women anywhere else other than Miami. Like, <laughs> on the scale that they are. It's a great point. If you're 19... You have a bunch of followers on social media and you show up to Miami, you're kind of like, you're somebody, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. You're somebody. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. I think we'll talk about those stories offline. Definitely. <laughs> Maybe on the Vision Pros or something, we'll, we'll pull them up. Yes. So you recently bought the Vi Apple Vision Pros. You brought them here. Let me, let me, let's pull them out real quick. You want to see them? Yeah, let's just sh show the camera and uh, let people know. I have the I have the covering on them right now. Oh, that's that's a cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so like the screen doesn't get dirty. Oh, interesting. Yeah, but we can uh, take the cover off. They look like ski goggles. They do. Yeah, I just recently went snowboarding, and they literally look like what I wear when I go <laughs> snowboarding. But I can put them on actually. If you put them on, you can um, see me. Oh, yeah, I can see you, and I can see uh, the entire room, actually. That's so weird. And you can see me, you can hear me, yeah. and you're in your own virtual virtual reality world. So I'm connecting uh, 
All right, I'm back. I'm connecting to my <laughs> hotspot. There we have uh, Twitter. There you are. <laughs> That's okay. I can see you perfectly. <laughs> That's so weird. And for maybe the people that are in the older generation, this is like crazy. Imagine having a computer. Mm. Uh, it's a computer. Imagine a computer and I can do anything and I can also have a conversation with you and see you mm. and I control it with my eyes. So my eyes are the mouse. So if I look like anywhere I look and then I go like this, this is how I click and this is how you scroll. So I'm scrolling Twitter over there and it's a 73 inch monitor. That's crazy. Yeah. So you can live your life and be in the virtual reality of inside of a computer at the same time. Is this the future? Yeah, it's the future. And it's honestly, it's the future, but it's also scary too at the same time. Technology like this, I'm going to take these off too, but technology like this can be used for good and evil. Mm. It's, it's the same thing as like the iPhones, right? Like iPhones and computers have created a lot of opportunity for good, but at the same time have also created a lot of evil in the world. Yeah. And, and that's with anything too, right? Like you look at a car key, you know, a car key can be used to unlock your car and a key can be used to open the door, but it can also be used to scratch a car and ruin a car. Mm. So everything is a tool that can be used for good and evil. So as long as, you know, society as a collective uses technology like this for good and not for evil, there's no reason why this wouldn't help advance society, but it can also help destroy it at the same time. I mean, the first layer would be kind of social media, right? So we all got introduced to social media and it creates amazing opportunities because that's how you guys are watching us here. That's how we've been able to connect. Which you've been crushing it, by the uh, way, on the social side. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But it's... I don't think you realize it either. No, I have no clue. Uh, yeah, I, I really don't think you realize... I have no clue. ...how, how you, well you're crushing it in such a short amount of time mm. and how relevant you are. I have no idea. How many people look up to you. No idea. How many people know who you are. No idea. <laughs> and how many people talk about you. That's crazy. Because, you know, like you're here in the studio, you've been in the studio before... We're either here in the studio or I'm home with my family. And maybe if I'm at maybe a Costco, shout out to the guy that said hi yesterday at Costco, or I'm at um, the mall or maybe the airport, then people always recognize me and they'll come up and say hi. Almost 100% of the interactions so far have been positive. So you get recognized anytime you go out? Anytime I go out into kind of a public setting. If maybe a restaurant, only 20 people in there, maybe not. But grocery store mall, um, airport, and Costco, Target, Publix, for sure. People ask for pictures? No. No? I think people have been really great. I think it's because um, the type of stuff I do. It's not like, oh, I need a picture. Although it's happened a few times. Yeah. yeah. Um, More likely, it's just a handshake and like really appreciate what you're doing, stuff like this. How does it feel? (sighs) These are people you, you don't know. Yeah. I mean, people I've never, they'll be like, oh. Hey, Matt, or like, oh, are you Matt? Or are you the guy from Instagram? Or I what? think I follow you on TikTok, you know. Like, when people, I get that when people tell me, are you the guy? I say, no, that's my twin brother. <laughs> I said that once. I said uh, at the airport, I was on the plane train in Atlanta. And and he's like, are you that guy? I'm sure it's you. And I could tell that they were looking me up. He was talking to his friend. Yeah. And they start scrolling their phone. Yeah. Doing yeah. this. I'm like, oh, they're looking me up right now. And uh, he's like, oh, yeah, you look just like that guy. I was like, yeah. And he was like, oh, okay, maybe that's not him. He's like, you must hear that a lot. I was like, yeah, I hear quite a bit. And the door is about to close. You know, he's like, dude, it's you. 
It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. I don't want to be like, oh, yeah, I'm the guy from like your phone. Like, I, I don't know. There's no graceful way to kind of lead into that. Yeah. How do you handle that? I, I At first, it was kind of shocking. Mm. Now it's, thank you so much. Nice to meet you. Whatever they want, take a picture. But I've never had somebody that hates me come up to me. Mm. Like, I can tell sometimes, like, the way they look at me. Yeah. I can for sure see them, like, looking me up. The, every interaction is positive, though, because I think that, like, nobody actually has the confidence, if they don't like you, to walk up to you in person and be like, yo, I fucking hate you. The internet is such a echo chamber in the sense that, like, the people that don't like you is is such an echo chamber. Like, mm. it's such a minority. It really is. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm going to say I get hundreds of DMs a day. And I'm going to say 95% of them are overly positive. Yeah. And the, usually the 5% that are negative, most of them DM you once or two times, leave a few comments, and then they leave and move on to someone else. You know, so it's not a lot yeah. of bad people. You ever take a look at their profile picture, though? Usually, Yeah, they, have, they, like, they look like exactly what yeah, you expect. Blue hair, <laughs> fat, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The trolls look like the trolls. Yeah. Like, no, they but have just, a look. I troll them back, though. Like, like, like somebody told me, to, um, they're like, you're a fat ass and your mm. content sucks. I'm like, thank you so much. Like, I appreciate the inspiration. <laughs> like, it means a lot. Like, people will DM me and be like, you're fat. I'm like, oh, thank you so much. I need to get back in the gym. Like, I really appreciate you. <laughs> well, it's motivating. It's so motivating. I have a troll that trolls and comments pretty much on everything I ever post. Are they, like, first to do it? Like, they have your notifications on? or like? They're... Yeah, they're always in it. <laughs> and I call them the resident troll. And um, and sometimes people will be there and he'll stir up the pod and he'll start arguing with people in the comment section. Good. Every once in a while, he'll DM me and he'll be like, Matt, you know, I disagree with like everything you say. This one I agreed with. He does it like out of nowhere every once in a while. Wow. And like, and like dude, just keep on doing what you're doing. I know, I know you, this, do you feel like this is your role in society to be the counterpoint? Yeah. And I think that's what it's become. I think um, the troll who started off as, I hate this guy and I want to discredit everything that he says, I think now he feels like, that's not my his mission anymore. His mission is just to be the other side because it engages and it creates discussion. That's awesome. So I feel like he's really come around, and uh, every once in a while he messaged me. And when he met, I mean, he's in every single comment section. How do I not message him back? Sounds I, like it sounds it's like engagement. A great guy. No, he sounds like a great guy. Yeah, and he came back around. So wow. So well, it's weird I've, how people's mind change, but how we were able to wake people up. That's awesome. I've I've always said too, like even if you don't like me, I say this in almost like every video. I'm like, even if you hate me, please mm. comment. You're boosting my algorithm. Yeah. Like, comment all you want. <laughs> Please, like, like reply to everybody, start yeah. arguments. I'm here for it. But the way you said sparking discussion, that's mm. also my goal, too. And I'm sure that's your goal, mm. is to create discussion. Like, it's okay if you disagree with me. Let's talk about it. Let's come to a conclusion. You're not going to agree with 100% of the things I say. As long as it's over that 80 to 90%, I'm good with that. You know, I... I there's nobody in the world that you're just going to agree with 100% of the mm. things they say. And that's kind of the issue with politics, I feel like, nowadays. Somebody can do nine things right. They do one thing wrong, and you hate them forever. Mm. People are not able to look at things objectively anymore, and I think that that's something you do really good. Yeah, really I, good I, I agree 100%. You know, it's, if you agree with everything someone says or whatever your f favorite content creator says, then you're just living in an echo chamber. Mm -hmm. You have to have a little bit of disagreement. Yep. And I think I get... I think maybe five or 10,000 people unfollow me a month on Instagram. It just shows they heard something they liked, they followed, and at the first sign of, I don't like this, they're out. So soft. I'm like, bro, grow, grow up here. You know, like, 
It's about discussion. You're never going to agree. I agree. There are two things that I will never give in on. One, family is the most important thing. Number two, uh, the government should not dictate how we live our lives. Outside of that, like, I'm pretty flexible, man. So I don't know know if I've ever told you this. I don't even think I spoke on this publicly, but I watch uh, CNN and MSNBC Mm. every, every day. Really? Every single day. How do you feel? I love it. <laughs> I, I actually... Do we, I'll say, do we need to do a quick check on Shady right now? <laughs> Make sure he's all right? That's <laughs> probably where he gets his material. Yeah, brain fried. Yeah. <laughs> the reason I watch Don't them... Don't do drugs. Watch the, CNN. Yeah. <laughs> the reason I watch them, not just for what you said, which 100%, at the same time, I love to understand where the other mm. side is coming from. Like, I know people that I tell this to them and they, like, get mad at me and they're like, how can you do this? I can't even... I'll sit through it for hours and watch it. It's it's so good for me. Forget the content side, but just as a person for development and, and understanding the political landscape to understand where these people are coming from. Mm. I believe in absolute free speech on both sides, as long as you're, like, not threatening to, like, hurt somebody, yeah. you know? I don't care how far left you are, how far how far right. I'll sit there and watch you. It's it's so good. Like I'll sit like they were talking MS uh Morning Joe. I love his show. <laughs> I love Jimmy Kimmel. Like I watch them all. Uh-huh. And and no matter how crazy they are, like this one uh this one dude said that he wants to like put Trump on the chopping block mm. and axe him. And Jen Psaki was on Jen Psaki's MSNBC mm. and she's just laughing. Like they think that talking like that is okay. And I sat there and watched it. I'm like this is really how these people think. Yeah. It, it's just very eye-opening because it really shows like the cold civil war, the cold sort of fight that we're actually in. That you know, imagine what they talk about off camera. They're willing to say that on camera. Like you, you saw that you know that leaked clip of the Trump hearing. Yeah, what that reporter said about the, you know, the convertible. Mm. That's really how these people think, and it's just extremely eye-opening. I'm not gonna lie. I do something similar. I sit through and listen to the. You know, they have the. Um, spaces type of live streams on tiktok yeah i'll sit in and i'll watch the the liberal ones really yeah like harry like harry sisson or what like yeah i'll watch stuff like harry sisson or Mm -hmm. um or when they do the panels and they have a bunch of people on and it's like tell me why you hate trump and they have that call out and everyone comes in and they just fight about how they hate trump so much yeah i'll sit there for hours every once in a while and just watch and i feel like i mean i want to hit my head against the table um, I've jumped in a couple and just fight them back. Yeah. Uh, because after a while, you're like, I can't take it anymore. I mm-hmm. gotta say something. <laughs> you know, this is ridiculous. Two yeah. hours of listening is fucking bullshit. <laughs> I gotta say something back. Um, but I'll sit there and do it because it gives you an idea of what that side thinks about, what they're talking about, and if you sit and listen to for like two hours of random people discussing anti-Trump, you start to figure out what all the talking points are. And you realize there's only like three, <laughs> you know, it's actually not that well developed of a thought. It's three that then they spin into a hundred yes. and they reframe. Yeah. Their framing is really good. Speaking of Harry, is it Stisson? Sissy. Harry Sissy. He is, um, he's getting big. He's blowing up. Like I'm going to say as far as the Gen Z liberal influencer, it, he may be the biggest. Yeah, him and his uh, boyfriend Chris Maori. I don't know who he is. Chris is like his boyfriend. Okay, like a little. He lives in Georgia, actually. Both of them, or uh, I don't know where Harry is, but I know Chris is. Mm. Yeah, but Harry is. He's doing. He's doing pretty well. I mean, I'm sure that the two hundred ten thousand dollars from the DNC for sure helped him grow. Wait, what is that? He got paid two hundred ten thousand dollars from the DNC. From the DNC. Yeah, you can look it up. Can you? Do you have access to pull this up? Yeah. The the FEC report showed like it was a big thing. 
Really? Yeah, they got paid like, over. Like it's they, like public record. Oh, it's public record. Yeah, to his management agency, two hundred ten thousand oh. from the DNC. Two weeks later, he did a video with Obama. The next month, he was at the White House with Biden in a in the front lawn, and then in the White House. So the DNC and he was getting community noted too because he was denying it. This was maybe four or five months ago. Actually, probably end of the summer last year, and he was getting a whole bunch of community notes. So the DNC Democratic National Committee convention is paying the Gen Z influencer mm -hmm. to promote Joe Biden on TikTok. Is is that did I sum that up right? It, exactly it, because no one else, no one will. All right, I should say this. No one will support them for free. Mm. Not a lot of people will support them for money. People with that are corrupt and don't have morals will take money to support them. I haven't I don't know. I'm sure you're in the same boat. I haven't been paid a single dollar no. from the RNC, <laughs> from Trump. No. Sometimes I wish I I, I was yeah. because it'd be easier to fund this up. type of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but and and I think that that's okay. I think it's okay to get paid mm. if you believe in what you're supporting and what you're promoting. But I I the Democratic National Committee, DNC, paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to the employer of liberal social media influencer Harry Sisson, known for his pro-Biden content. Sisson is a content creator for Palette Management and a student at New York University, according to the LinkedIn page. Palette is a marketing firm that received $210,000 from the DNC during the 2022 election cycle public records show. He began working for Palette in October 2022, the same month when the DNC gave Palette $200,000 for paid media. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's nuts. It's nuts. Why is it that people need to be paid to be a Biden supporter, but people don't need to be paid to be a Trump supporter? I mean, it's an obvious question, but I'm just going to throw it out there. Biden fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Biden, like, actually fucking sucks. And if you support him, you're living under a rock. It's crazy, isn't nah, it? No, like, it's just like an objective fact. Like, even if you don't like Trump... Mm. I think that everyone can agree that Biden just fucking sucks. Dude, he can't even talk. Mm. He can't even speak. He was talking to some, the, who was he talking to that died in 1992 a few days ago? Oh, yeah. The um, French prime minister, was it? Yeah, yeah. something like that. A, a former French Biden, prime minister. Biden. He's been gone for over 20 years. Yeah. Like, I, I just, you don't have to like Trump to realize mm. that Biden absolutely sucks. Do you feel like, um, do you think the type of work, that a Harry Sisson does. Do you think it's working? Do you think it's effective? No. Because when I go into his TikTok stream, there's thousands of people in there. Yeah, but I think it's just hate watching. Mm. I think that's the only reason MSNBC still gets it. Like, I, I, I saw a study. They were like a majority of their audience is just people hate watching it. Like you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's so many more. Yeah. Because <laughs> a lot like, of people just sitting there going... Fuck those guys. Yeah. <laughs> Just yelling at the camera. I'm sure there is. Yeah. I, I mean, I know at least like three or four people that tell me that they hate watching. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, That's where all their viewership comes from. Because YouTube has censored all the conservative people. So like the MSNBC stuff is all that's left. I actually know someone who does that too. Yeah. yeah. I don't actually now that I think about it, thinking out loud, I don't know one person that willingly watches MSNBC. The only people that I've spoken to that watch MSNBC are the hate watchers, yeah. which I love that term. I didn't know that term existed. Hate watchers. Hate watching. Damn. Is anyone hate watching me? <laughs> comment. Right, please comment. You're, we, you're we a hate watcher. Know. Drop a comment. Let me know you exist. Otherwise, I'm going to assume you love me. So, um, YouTube. YouTube. You got kicked off 
of YouTube. I did. Am I going to get a strike for having you on my YouTube? We'll see. We might not even want to. I don't think we should post this on. I think this should be on Twitter and Rumble only. Yeah, we're going to put it on YouTube too then. Okay. Why not? I mean, what, what are you going to do? You're going to take. You're going to cancel my account because I interviewed the guy that you canceled. That's bullshit. Well, I'll tell you this: the channel did 150 thousand subscribers in a month and a half. Whoa! 400 million views. Holy! And that's a rocket. And permanently banned with zero community guideline strikes. And I had a fully monetized AdSense account, so I didn't even get demonetized. I didn't get any strikes. I I was actually the day I did a video with Vivek, they banned the channel. Really? Yeah, yeah, the same day. Then, I want to say a week ago, I just made a new channel. Because I was like, why not? Like, I'm going to make Shaney Rich clips. Mm. The name was not Shaney Rich. Shaney Rich doesn't own this channel. I mean, I did own it, but I said I didn't. Yeah. I wake up in the morning, channel had 82 subscribers. Wake up in the morning, channel's banned. The IP banned my entire phone. So I, if I want to make a new YouTube, I'll buy a new phone. But, yeah, it's nuts. Why? I, I what what do you think the moment was? Because I think it was the Vivek video. But what what happened in the Vivek video? We I solved the Rubik's cube, and he was talking about how the federal government has way too much power, and we need voter ID and all this stuff. Yeah, that video. Let, let's play real quick. Let me hear. I I watched it, but let, let's just do a refresher on it. It did it did bigger numbers on YouTube. You solved that Rubik's cube. Well, I'm telling you about what we're going to do for the federal government. You got a deal. I, I think mine's simpler than yours. We get elections we can trust and believe in in this country. Single day voting on election day as a national holiday with paper ballots, government issued voter ID to match the voter file. And yes, I say English as the sole language that appears on a ballot. That's not too much to ask. That's not controversial. That's common sense. It's not a black idea. It's not a white idea. It's an American idea. And we fought a revolution to secure. You want to close your borders. That's what it means to be a country. A country without borders isn't a country. I'll use our own military to protect against our own southern borders invasion rather than somebody else's border invasion halfway around the world. And birthright citizenship for the kids of illegals to whom it doesn't apply. Anyone who's in this country illegally should be returned to their country of origin. I don't think that that's controversial. This is common sense. You get ahead in this country not in the color of your skin, but the content of your character. What does that mean? The best person gets the job, no matter the gender, no matter the race, no matter the sexuality. I'm going to fix that starting with our woke indoctrination and our military. We're done with that so our military actually protects this country. Got another simple one for you as you're working out the harder challenge there. The people who we elect to run the government should be the ones who actually run the government, not the shadow government in the deep state. So you know what? I'm going to fire 75% of those federal bureaucrats just as fast as you solve that Rubik's Cube. That's how we're going to get this country back. It's not that complicated, is it? No, not right. at all. So this video, you think, was the one... I yeah. don't see anything crazy yeah, in that nothing, video. There's nothing crazy. I think Other the, than the fact that he knows how to do a Rubik's Cube, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, I love Rubik's Cubes. Man. Really? Is I'm, that real? I'm, a, I'm, I'm like, dude, I'm he set, that's a setup. That's a do you, setup. Do we have one? Dude, you are I not. Brought mine. You are not an affix, official Rubik's cuber if you don't carry around your own Rubik's cube. Dude, I know. Bro, I'm calling you out. If you were real, you'd have one with you. I think it's in my car. You, you got your you got your ski goggles technology <laughs> VR thing, but you don't have your Rubik's cube. It's not real. Yeah, I'm calling you out. It's not real. Dang. <laughs> yep, that video. No, I I just like rearranged the corners. You know, you can like <laughs> it twist just, it. Yeah, that's what I did. But no, I I think the YouTube comes down to. Uh, 
influencing mm. the younger generation because in this upcoming election there's probably a 25 to 70 million new voters that mm. just turned 18 or that are in their early 20s that have never voted before there's so many young people and that's why the DNC is paying Harry Sisson because they know there's so many young people that have never voted that are going to be coming to vote and Trump's in the lead right now mm. and they can't have that they can't which is nuts because most of my videos is, I mean, yeah, there's a good amount where I'm trolling, right? But like the way that I originally started was minorities and people on the street just saying their opinion. We can't even have free discourse in this country. It's crazy because of all the content I've ever seen you kind of make and put out there, I don't think I've ever seen anything that goes, bro, that's like over the line. I've never threatened anybody. Mm -hmm. I've never put out violence. It's always just left or right. Like, I haven't even gotten as deep as I want to get with what's actually going on. And you you may, you don't really name call people. You kind of just let the people speak for themselves. Um, There are plenty of other prank channels online. Doesn't Vivek have his own YouTube channel? He does. Then why are you? And you know what's crazy is somebody took that video the day after I got deleted and posted it. It got 200,000 likes on YouTube and they're still up. It's nuts, dude. Then why did they take you down? I mean, dude, what, I think they hate me, bro. I genuinely think they just don't like me. Yeah. I, I don't get it. I, it really doesn't make any sense. I still see my videos up mm. and then they won't respond to me. They won't they won't give me a reason. I, I, it's not that I need a reason, but I might sleep a little better at night if I had a reason. But I mean, was, they're a big platform and yeah, to are. just get deleted for no reason, especially when you picked up hundred something thousand subscribers in a month. Yeah. It hasn't stopped me, though. Yeah, And that's the one thing, too, is I think this was the best thing to happen to me because Twitter X is where it's at, mm. 100%, where it, no platform is going to be perfect, but they're not out here banning people the way yeah. YouTube is. You know, they might have some issues here and there, but it really is a champion and forefront right now for free speech, and it's making a lot of other like platforms change their policies, especially like Instagram and TikTok. And when I uh, got deleted on YouTube, I gained uh, 100 almost like 100,000 followers basically overnight on Twitter. Tristan Tate was responding. Mm. He's like, welcome to the canceled club. I'm still making videos. That's crazy, man. But again, Vivek has his own channel yeah. on YouTube, which does very well. Very well. Why can't you? And you got canceled for having a video with a guy that they've decided they're going to allow on YouTube. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't Dude, understand it, why they would do it. It literally makes no sense. That's the And that's the only reason i can think of because they didn't tell me anything else and it was six hours after i posted that video Mm. and it did three million on tiktok a few million on instagram millions millions on twitter that's crazy doesn't make any sense i think they knew though with the election year Mm. that chance i mean that channel would have been at a million by now i was gaining over 60 to seventy thousand subscribers a month that's how i don't see YouTube, what yeah. the fuck? You know? Yep. yep. Like 55 million views a month. And to just take it down. Yeah, you can go to Social Blade right now and look it up. If you go to Social Blade, um, go to socialblade.com, and then in the top right, select YouTube. Yep, and type in Street Polar, S-T-R-E-E-T-P-O-L-L-E-R. And you can pull up the stats. They're, all the stats are still there. Maybe I'm like, maybe it's a little bit less than I thought, but it's definitely, you see that? That's all in. Hey, pull it on the screen. Let me see. It's all in two, three months. 
It's a big boom. Yeah, and 51 then, million views. Th- th- yep. 51 million in the last 30 days. Yeah, but, uh, until they banned my channel. And I was doing, yeah, I was doing 55. Dude, that's what I was. And then they banned it. Go down real quick. Let's see if we can see some stats. And you were picking up like wildfire 3,000, 2,000, 1,000 a day. Average of 2,000 per day, 60,000 a month. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, right? I started in September. That's when I started. So like, you actually. started after we, we met. Yeah. And you were probably on top of the world, feeling on top of the world, right? Yeah. Because. It felt pretty nice. It was fun. Course. Yeah, I mean, these are big numbers in a very short period of time. Yeah, and then they never paid me. They owe me a lot of money. They never paid you for this. Nah. But they monetized. Yeah, yeah. And they ran ads. Yeah. And and, and they and they had me in a payout account and showed me how much money they were going to pay me. And then they just... Because you did 119 million views mm-hmm. in, in the course of your four months. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. That's a lot of views. Yeah. How you... That's so crazy. Yeah. That's so crazy. But that also doesn't include to all the other people posting it on YouTube. Of, of course. But yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. It, it just shows how, like, fickle the um, social media economy is, why it's so important, and we've talked about this before, why it's so important to grow your platform on pretty much every single platform mm-hmm. that you can't rely on one place because even if you trust them or you don't trust them, all it takes is one guy in the content moderation division, like, I feel like I'm having a bad day, and this guy just rubbed me the wrong way. It takes one blue-haired liberal... Yeah. It's not even the CEO. It's no one who actually has authority. It's a content moderator that controls the FYP. Yeah. And flip a switch, you're gone. Once you do that, there's nothing you can do because these platforms need to foster a, a, a inclusive. What they say is that like they need to foster an inclusive community for their employees. Mm. So if one employee makes the decision, I had I have no people work at YouTube. Text me. They were so upset. They said we can't get it back, bro. Because what happens is the one YouTube employee gets pissed off. They can't bring it back because it's not fostering an inclusive environment mm. for the employees. Like, it's nuts. Are you still on TikTok? Yeah. They haven't taken that yet. No, I love TikTok, dude. TikTok is actually great. Really? I don't know if you've... Ex- I, I was experiencing a lot of bullshit on TikTok. I've been banned eight times. Yeah. And lost, like, over a million followers. I was experiencing a lot. But now, ever since Elon Musk bought mm. X Twitter, TikTok has been so great to me. Really? So great. Yeah, the bigger threat, in my opinion, everyone always talks about TikTok. Mm. The bigger threats these American-made companies, bro. Mm. The bigger threats is Meta and YouTube. Mm. It's not TikTok, I'll tell you. Like, And their CEO is a very smart guy, too. I, I like their CEO. I really like Shu. Yeah. Um, I think TikTok gets a bad rap. I really do. Because TikTok shows up in Congress, mm-hmm. and Congress says, here are some words. Well, we're going to kick you out of the country unless you start banning these words. And they're like, all right, we want to survive here. Let's just start banning these words. And TikTok, TikTokers are so smart. There's an entire language to co- talk about and communicate while going around the banned words. Yeah. People say things like pew pew and unalived. And it's just like a normal part of their vernacular yeah. now. It's crazy. Well, the thing about TikTok is the way I would uh, describe it is... It's actually one of the most free speech platforms hmm. because I'll be scrolling and I'll see Pizzagate. Hmm. I'll see Michelle Obama's a man. Hmm. 
all see the most pro-Trump videos. And, and someone on there doesn't like Matt. Someone doesn't like you? TikTok doesn't that like That works me. for TikTok? I don't know. I get So you have some some beef with TikTok. I I don't know why. So Like they ban you or they censor you or So I was between February and I'm going to say October. I was in TikTok jail. So basically anything I posted couldn't get over maybe 1000 views. <sighs> they would never let anything go. Yeah. So I got frustrated. E- even if it went viral on like Instagram or Meta, which, didn't it, which it definitely did. Yeah, it didn't matter. Wow. They didn't care at all. Yeah. And then I got a notification, I think in October or November, huh. saying that you've officially got out of violation or parole or whatever it is. Yeah. I got out of TikTok. On top show. of that, other people was reposting his stuff on getting TikTok, millions of views. getting millions of views. Yeah. <laughs> so, I got, oh, so I got out of TikTok jail and then I put up like, I started posting immediately as soon as I got out of TikTok jail. I yeah. think the first one I put up did like quarter million views. The huh. next one did like 300,000 views. I'm like, all right, I'm out now. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm ready to go. Yeah. And then I said something about Taylor Swift uh, <laughs> looking like a Satanist. And they deleted that video, gave me a strike. And ever since then, I've been clawing back again. She's obviously protected class because you can't, apparently you can't talk about her. But they deleted the video. And ever since I said that, um, I get strikes. They, we have so many uh, scam accounts. Yeah. That if it's Matt Kim podcast on TikTok, it'll be Matt with two T's or Matt with three T's or four T's or five T's. And they follow anyone that comments on mm-hmm. any post. And then they send them scam links. And I've reported them to TikTok over and every single time I see it, I report it. And every single time I report it, they deny it. They don't like you, bro. Why? What did I do? <laughs> and I've made videos, even I even made videos saying, I actually like the platform or TikTok. Yeah. I would spend more time here if they'd stop messing with my account. Yeah. I've done lives too. I was on this one guy's live stream, right? He normally does, I think, three to five thousand live viewers. Mm-hmm. The day I was on his show, he couldn't he couldn't break three hundred. Why me? Dude, they don't like you, bro. Why? You it's some- it's like you and YouTube. Yeah. Why? No, nah, I don't know, dude. They just find targets, bro. Why am I a target? You for sure pissed off the paid protester that ended up being like an employee at TikTok. <laughs> that protester TikTok for sure sent them a nice little wire. I, I have no idea why I'm on TikTok shit list. I don't think I've ever been like mean to TikTok. Yeah. Um I've been relatively supportive when people say, Oh, it's Chinese spyware. I'm like, bro, it's all they're all collecting your data. They're not any different. They're not. They're so not. I've I've stood up for them many times. Yeah. No, I have too. And I honestly stood up for YouTube at one point. Yeah. Now I got kicked to the fucking curb. Isn't it the, the worst feeling? It's almost like getting fired from a job. Yeah. Except we don't even make money off of it. No. <laughs> but like... I can't believe they didn't pay you, by the way. That's so crazy. A lot of money. Yeah. A lot of money. How much money? Say a number. I'll say over or under. 30 grand. Roughly. I'm pretty close. Yeah. Okay. Crazy. A little bit under, but yeah. That's a lot of damn money. For one month. Yeah. So that's like, a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. So like if I At had 19, that's a lot of money. Yeah. For one month. Yeah. Holy shit. But YouTube, pay the man. <laughs> pay this man his money. <laughs> it is what it is. So yeah, I don't know what why TikTok hates me. Oh, sixty percent sixty percent of that money would have went to Ukraine anyway, so <laughs> that's true. That's true. At least they don't have it, you know. <laughs> Gotta look at the positives. That's true. At least you're not funding war. Dude. <laughs> Thank God. So you've been growing on you've been growing on TikTok. Yeah. You're not on YouTube anymore. You're growing on X yep. and you're growing on Rumble. Yeah. 
How's your experience been with Rumble? Oh, that's what I'm great. curious because I just started messing with Rumble. The, the thing about Rumble is there's really not nearly as many people on there as other platforms. Yeah. And it doesn't, like, it's just hard, bro, Rumble, because my content is shorts. Like, for your type of stuff, for this podcast, yeah. it's going to absolutely crush like it has been on Rumble and only mm. going to keep crushing. They don't have a short-form algorithm. Yeah. So it's so hard for me because I never made long-form content. Mm. The, the easiest for people to consume with the interviews is shorts. And so they don't have that sort of platform or infrastructure built out. They will. They'll get to it. But right now, Twitter, man, I've been loving Twitter. Mm. Yeah, been loving Twitter. I like Twitter. I think it's a lot of fun. Damn, I don't know if I want to say this. What? I think of all the social media platforms, Twitter is the most boring. Boring? Mm -hmm. Really? I saw Drake's meet the other day on Twitter. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't see uh, not that the most else. boring. I think um I think Bland? on Twitter. No, you get stuck seeing things that only you end up stuck in your own echo chamber on Twitter. Mm -hmm. You don't see a lot of other content. You don't discover new content. It's mostly things that you either kind of agree with and maybe someone famous that's exact polar opposite that they'll feed you. But outside of that, you don't do a lot of discovering. And there's yeah. not as much engagement and communication. Yeah. On Twitter, people on Twitter, people watch Twitter like this. Refresh. Yeah. And then if you like something, you just Hit repost and you go, repost, go, repost, go. When I post on Instagram or TikTok, the comments are like through the roof. And not and if you see a comment or a couple of comments on TikTok, it'll have like 200 likes, mm -hmm. meaning people that watch the video are going into the comment section, engaging, yeah. watching, leaving comments, arguing, getting into battles within the comment section. Yeah. It happens on Instagram. It happens on TikTok. Not it on doesn't happen on Twitter. Yeah, I've gotten the comment on TikTok with 180,000 likes on the comment. That's crazy. People are, people are actually engaging on those platforms. Yeah. That's my knock on Twitter. There's well, no engagement. Yeah, there's not. And I've also noticed, too, with Twitter, now that you say that, a lot of people are say the same talking points yeah. just in a slightly different way. And for whatever reason, it just goes just as viral. It's like you see the same, you know, like let's say Trump with his defamation, mm. right, 83 million. Everyone posted about it with, like, changed up the, like, bro, only one person needs to post about this. Yeah. You know? But then they just change, slightly change up the wording, and it's all viral. That's that. That's a great point. Like, when a big news thing happens, that's your entire feed. Like, there's no diversification of the content. And the, it makes me feel like I'm an echo chamber. Yeah. Because when, the great example, because I did it too. I did it too. When Tucker put up his video of why I'm going to interview Putin. So that great video. I love that video. Yeah. I reposted it. Yep. So did literally everyone on Twitter. Yep. I did too. And it did hundreds of millions of views. Mm -hmm. My entire feed was everyone showing me that video. Mm -hmm. And it was cool to see it go. At the same time, I was like, it's literally an echo chamber in here. Would you ever interview Putin? Of course. Uh, would you not? Dude, I'd interview Putin and I'd interview Zelensky. Why not? And I'd interview Kim Jong un. And they, I'd interview Biden and Nancy Pelosi and Gavin Newsom, but they would never come on. But I'd do it all. Of course. If you are a world leader or a person of influence and what your job is to interview and talk to people. Yeah. Of course you want to talk to them. Yeah. Dude, I want to talk to AOC and then talk to her after, but I want to talk to <laughs> AOC. <laughs> How you great. doing? <laughs> Might need to put a bag over your head, but like it'd be fucking great. Dude. We'd have a great intellectual conversation.
uh, and, then, and then film some content after too. Like, it'd be <laughs> awesome. Only on OnlyFans. <laughs> They'd be behind a paywall for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, can you play that again? <laughs> That's my knock on Twitter. Um, I think it's great. I love what he's doing. I love that more people are going over there. Yeah. But it, the engagement isn't as fun as having one video and everyone talking under the same video. Like it does on Instagram. Like it does on TikTok. YouTube comment section sucks too, right? We all know that. Yeah. YouTube comment section is not fun. TikTok and Instagram comment sections are a lot of fun because you can thread it. And there are just hundreds of comments. Sometimes we put up videos, got thousands of comments on it. And I'll sit there like, bro. And sometimes I'm like, dude, I never thought of it that way. Sometimes you can learn something on Twitter, man. Well, let's do a test. After we're done with this podcast, let's film an interview. Mm. We'll stand over there. I'll ask you a question. Mm. We'll post it on all the platforms. And which one? And we'll see which one does the most comments. Okay. That's a good idea. And we will link it by the time that goes up and this video goes up the day after. We'll link it. When, and we'll put it in the bottom. When do you think this podcast will be posted? Um, what was today? Thursday. Thursday. I think I'd like to do it either Friday or Monday. What do okay. you think? What do you think is better? What? However, like, dude, the faster you can turn it, because if we do when we do the interview after this, I can get that posted by later tonight. So the fastest you want to turn it around. Yeah, I, I, I can do it. I can work on it tonight. Yeah. Tonight is Thursday, and I need to watch the Tucker Carlson. Dude, Vladimir I can't Putin wait, interview. bro. I cannot wait at 6.30, bro. I'm yeah. hyped. I haven't seen this guy speak. Last time I saw him was, what, 2015 with MSNBC? Like, I just want to hear his opinion. Why yeah. Why can't we hear him? What's I, more... I don't are, get it. This is a, this is a poll I put, put on Twitter today. Yeah. What's more interesting, the actual interview or the left's complete meltdown over the interview? What do you think is more interesting right now? <sighs> the interview. <laughs> the interview. The interview. Dude, the meltdown's expected, bro. Like this is like, like next level. Dude, he he meltdown. has to be careful, but this is next level, dude. This is historic. Like this could change a lot. And I like what um I think it might have been Elon who said it. Elon's been pretty based recently, yeah. and I've been surprised. But he said, You don't have to like Putin. You don't have to like Tucker. At least listen to the guy. Mm. And that's like what we were talking about earlier with MSNBC. Yeah. You know? And that's what the Tates always said too. All these people. Just listen, because yeah. you, your eyes might open a lot, you know? I, I saw this clip, and I'm sure you've seen of Trump, and they ask him about Putin. He goes, what, so you think the United States is so innocent, too? Because they go, Putin's a killer. Trump goes, you think we're so innocent, too? Yeah. It's facts, Real talk. Dude. Real talk. It's facts. They're, they're, these people are trying to lecture El Salvador about mm. democracy. Yeah. Yet they're trying to remove Trump. Yeah. What type of democracy do we live in when you give them four indictments and there's not even an actual case? Like the D.C. Circuit dropped the case. Where is whatever happened to his fraud trial? Like we haven't even heard a verdict on that. That was just courtroom hearings. Bullshit look like the office. This Fannie Willis case in here in Georgia is about to go down the drain, too, because she was having sex with the guy that she hired as a prosecutor and paid millions of dollars. Like it's just all it's all a sham. The two the two impeachments. Nothing happened. Russia collusion. Ah, he's going to go to jail. Nothing happened, bro. It's all just a theater. So what type of, of free speech democracy or who are we to criticize even Putin? Who are we as a country? It's crazy that we even have to think that way because it didn't It didn't used to be like this. It used to be where, okay, we get to live our lives. You get to say whatever you want. Things are diverse. Things are changing, but that's okay. That's a part of life. And we hate Russia. Fine. We can live with that. But our lives were okay. 
Now it's like, okay, you can't do whatever you want. You can't say what you want. We're going to delete you from YouTube because we don't like the trajectory that you have. We don't like the fact that we think you're influencing the youth when you are a youth. So, like, that's crazy. You, you, you can't go to your family's dinner because your cousin's a liberal and your uncle is <sighs> voted for Biden. So you just can't even go, like, your family, like, exiles you, bro. I know that firsthand. Like, it's, it's nuts. But the guy over the pond, he's a dictator, and let's give $500 billion to his opponent. Because their borders matter, our borders, eh, it's 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 in the gray. <laughs> Dude, I, I was just thinking, like, I would love to go to Ukraine mm. and interview Zelensky at, like, one of his mansions <laughs> or, like, on his boat. And then, like, they, like, expense the whole thing. Like, it'd be so great. You should go to Ukraine. I want to, bro. Like, I, I want to see his, like, his house, dude. I've heard it's, like, a seven-bedroom mansion. It's, like, dude, 45. That- he has one in Miami, too. Like, Interview him in his mansion, you know? That would be like the next level of your street interviews. Yeah. If you just went and inter- did street interviews in Ukraine. Dude, they won't. What do you think about America? <laughs> what do you think about Russia? Yeah. They yeah. Don't what do you th- think about Biden? They don't like me, dude. Like, I've I've extended so many invitations to, like, liberals, like even mm-hmm. Harry Sisson, bro. Like, I'd love to have me, you, Harry Sisson. You're moderating. I'm, I'm talking with him because we're in the same age group. Bro, he won't do it. But if but if if they reach out to me, I'm the first one to fly there. Yeah, you know that's the difference. Like these people will never talk to me, but I'm 100 percent open to talking to them on yeah. either side of the aisle. You know, I'm a lo- I'm very sarcastic, but people I'm sure can tell like when I'm being serious. Like I'm 100 percent serious right here. I will talk to anybody, farthest left, farthest right, in the middle. I don't care. But the the other side, and it's I don't it's not even left. First right, bro. It's like side versus side. That's how gnarly it is now. It's like there's it's not even a left versus a right. They won't. They won't. All right, let's do a quick call out so we can clip this. All right, we're gonna clip this right here. Um, Shaney Rich and Harry Stison, but prox Harry, Rich and Harry Stison, approximately in the same age group, Gen Z. One represents the complete left. The other is representing the complete right. Both both trending in their respective categories, both trending and considered thought leaders for the generation. I believe that there should be a debate between the two. I think the internet wants to see it. I think TikTok wants to see it. I think YouTube wants to see it. I think everyone really wants to see it because what do the thought leaders of our next generation really think and how would they handle each other? How do you think about that? I'm down and we should also put money in because I want to donate to charity after. I'll, I'll put 10 grand in. And I'm gonna donate it to every life in Public Square to a pro-life diaper company. And but Harry, if you, but if but if you if you win, I donate ten grand to a charity of your cause. If I win, you donate. Well, you probably don't have ten grand because the two hundred ten thousand the DNC paid you probably spent on going, God knows what, probably cocaine with Hunter Biden. But the money, however much you want to donate, a, a charity of my, my choice. Let's put it out there. Let's see if we can make it happen. Cheney Rich. X Harry Stisson Harry. gauntlet has been dropped. Harry, I know you're <laughs> boom. Harry, I know you're gonna see this too. Yeah. He probably won't respond, dude. I've called him. I've tried to do this so many times. Well, we'll, we'll, but let's see. Yeah, TikTok is his biggest platform. Yeah. So we'll put it on TikTok. We'll see if we can get it trending. We can see if we can get out there. We'll ask people to share it. All expenses paid, Harry. I will pay. Oh, I will pay for wherever you are in the country. I'll either come to you. I don't care. This isn't like a like a thing where like you're going to say I'm in New York and I can't travel. I'll come to you or I'll pay for you to come to me. I'm on my dime. I'll pay for all of it. We we will set up a whole entire camera 
system will get a hole in a neutral location, maybe even a hotel somewhere, so it's nice and quiet and private. And uh, we'll set it up. And uh, if worst case scenario, I think it'd be fantastic for the country to just see you guys have a discussion. Yeah. I mean, thinking about that, I just saw Ben Shapiro and Destiny having their debate on Lex Fridman. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really cool because they were on complete opposite sides of it. And whatever you think about any of them, I thought it was a really cool opportunity to hear two people discuss other sides. And you and Harry are pretty much the polar opposites of each other on the social media political content creation game. Yeah, but you know what I think what would happen? Mm. I think we'd sit down and actually agree on a lot more than people think. It's common sense ideals. Like, I don't know all of his ideals and he doesn't know all of mine. But the type of stuff that I believe in, that you believe in, it, bro, it's common sense, mm. dude. It's not a left or a right. It's an American ideal. It, it's, it's the people who love this country versus a fringe minority who want to destroy this country. That's literally what this is. And if you go step outside, like, there's some guy I know. His name is DuPont. Very, very close friend of mine. He's, he's a huge videographer. Um, and he's he's black. And he's always been a liberal. I saw him in Miami last weekend. He goes, Shane, I'm not a liberal. I said, what? <laughs> I said, what? I said, you used to tell me how much you hated Trump. He said, nah. I always just thought I was a liberal. Mm. Like, I don't have liberal ideas. I don't, I don't believe in liberal thought processes. I've just never really cared enough to actually look into it. Like, I, I love Trump. I'm voting for him. Mm. That's what's happening now. Somehow being a Trump supporter and being even MAGA has become the new punk rock. I love it. I think it's cool. I love it too. I also just think it's so bad. It's so bad for the country when when you vilify an entire group of 75 million people. Mm. Like you're literally, dude, it's nuts. It's not just Trump. It's it's, it's crazy enough that what they're doing to Trump, but now I'm telling you, they're going to come after us. Mm. It's, it's, It's anybody who loves Trump, not even likes him, but even votes for him or supports him. Let me tell you what I did the other day. Actually, well, I just I just told Will I did this. Um, the other day, I went to my local police department and I introduced myself. I was like, I live here. I just want to let you guys know what I do online. Uh, these are the type of content and ideas that I talk about. And I think it's important, number one, that you know who I am. Um, and number two, if someone ever tries to swat me, you guys know that this the call was from my house. because And they're like, yeah, we were just talking about people getting swatted kind of within the precinct. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I just want to let you know because I say things that some people absolutely hate and I think it'd be a good opportunity just to get to know you and show show you respect because yeah. if I'm live one day and someone tries to swat me and you guys come in guns blazing and my daughter starts crying and the dog starts going crazy, like, it's not only bad for me and not only dangerous for my family, it could end up reflecting really poorly on you too. So... Let's just clear the air out of respect for you guys. I just moved into town. Um, I want you to know. And they were awesome, amazing, like so open-minded, and they were great. And I walked around, and I shook hands with everybody. I live in a really conservative area. They thought it was cool. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Have you ever thought about doing something like that? You should. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mean, my my area that I stay in is I don't really know many Mm. of the people. I I mean, I travel so much. Like, in December, I was in New York, came back, 
Arizona came back, Utah came back, and then the beginning of January, Iowa came back, Vegas came back, Miami came back. Like, I'm just never even really here, to be honest. Mm. It's hard. It's hard, but I think this is just the beginning. It's going to get worse before it gets better. And if you think things are weird now, we're getting canceled, it's going to get significantly worse, I think, through the summertime. Can I ask you, what's your prediction this year? Every election year, there's something oh. crazy that's went down. What's like your prediction for this year? So I think it's gonna be one of two things. I think the most obvious are one, we're in World War Three, which is really scary. Like officially. Yeah, officially in a World War Three, or they may not label it that, uh, but we'll be in some sort of big altercation. Um, and I feel like you can see the tea leaves going going towards that as we speak. I think we just bombed Iraq again <laughs> last night. So uh, there's a push to make that happen. And I think we saw that coming on October seventh. Once October 7th happened, it was like, all right, we're leading towards a next war. So I think that would be either A, because no incumbent president has ever lost re-election during active war. It's never happened before. So if you want to get Biden re-elected, start a war. That's what a lot of presidents And create have a sense of unity within the country. Correct. Right? That's the goal. Well, not only election. People don't like this. People don't want to destable the top of leadership when you're in active wartime. It's like this inherent gun to just go with the guy you know for the time being. Uh, so yeah, wasn't wasn't Israel on the brink of an internal civil war, and then the October seventh, like what, whatever your thoughts are. Yeah, right. And then he was about to go to jail, Netanyahu, right? Yeah, he I was think about to October seventh or eighth, they were supposed to have this huge protest in the street, and right before the huge protest of hundreds of thousands of people was, I don't know. ADL, don't come after me, dude. Like, I hate. It's I hate so the ADL. annoying. No, 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 I'm Jewish. I, dude. I'll, okay, you can say it. Well, well, I can say <laughs> it, but I also speak for like so many Jews too. Yeah. Like, no matter what side you're on, no matter like what you believe, mm. the Jew, the the ADL does not represent the Jewish community mm. at all. And the most Orthodox Jews will tell you that, and the least most Reformed Jews will tell you that too. Then what? Then why do they have so much damn power? It's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> it's a whole nother episode, dude. Clip it here. Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't think they have as much power as people think. Really? I don't think so. I mean, maybe over like the big corporate, well, maybe over the big corporations, but not over the population, if that makes sense. It's so hard to talk about the Israeli-Palestine conflict. Yeah. Because regardless of what you say, if you take a side, the other side absolutely crushes. Yeah, but nobody should take a side, bro. This isn't the Super Bowl. Yeah. This isn't the NBA Finals. If you don't, no matter, like, like, let me say this as like a Jewish person. No matter if you're Jewish or Palestinian, bro. I just I don't want anybody to fucking die, dude. On either side, I don't want the people to die in Gaza. I don't want the Jewish people to die. Nobody can just sit there and say that, like, ah, Israel, ah, oh, Palestine, dude. I'm not rooting for a team, bro. There's no good guys in war. I'm not rooting for anybody to win. Only people I'm rooting for is the innocent population because we know that nothing's going to happen to the leaders of Hamas or Palestine, whatever. Nothing's going to happen to the leaders of Israel. The only people affected are the innocent people on both sides. It's divide and conquer. It's, you know, how the world works 101. And now both sides will come at you because you didn't take a side. That's Please how this works. come at me. <laughs> come at me. Tell me how I'm this and that. I don't care, dude. I don't care. There's... There's no good guys in a war. No. There is no guys in a war. I'm extremely anti-war. I wish there was no more war because I think war is stupid. I think physical war doesn't make any sense. It's analog. We live in a digital world. Yeah. We can communicate 
with ski goggles on, <laughs> right? We can FaceTime with ski goggles on. We can, everything is digital. Everything is about influence. Everything is about power. Everything is about controlling narrative. Sitting there and shoulder to shoulder and shooting at each other. It's such an archaic analog thing. And it's so messy. It's slow. Like, it doesn't make any sense. I don't think real world leaders consider physical war an actual war either. I think war is all digital now. But I also think it's never going to end. Mm. Like the wars will never end, bro. Wars will end. Well, wars will keep going until the end of time. Mm. They will. It's the biggest money pit. How do you make money? Controversy. Violence. People have to die. It sucks. Wars have been around since the beginning of time, and they haven't went away. If you look at the world now, what makes you think that anything we're doing is going to help it go away? Hmm. It's sad, but it's just like the objective truth, you know? That's why I always say just focus on you, your family, your loved ones. Do stuff like this. Speak out because money doesn't matter. It's not going <laughs> to... When when you can't you know, open your phone and pay your rent on your phone because the power is gone, what good is money? Hmm. When your bank collapses, what good is the money in your account? That you know, banks only hold five percent of all the money. It's, you don't even own it. When everyone's wearing Vision Pros and no one <laughs> isn't, like none, none of this will matter. It's sad, but it's true. Vision Pros. I feel like we're gonna come into a place, and I've had this thought many times. When I think about artificial intelligence, and I think about the work being made with like the Tesla robots and things like um, Neuralink, right? I think the the social issue of a future generation, maybe my daughter's generation, the social issue of my daughter's generation will be human rights for AI robots. Because 20 years ago, the idea of giving, you know, saying men can be women and women can be men, it was like crazy. Like, if you ask anyone that's, like, over 50, they'd be like, dude, that's impossible. No idiot is ever going to sign up for that. But yet, here we are. And even, like, at the 100 years ago, the thought of giving women the right to vote was, like, unheard of. I'm just, I'm not saying now. It's, you know, but... Like oh, that. take away their vote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and no, I blame the men, bro. I blame the men. But, yeah, like you said, you know, no, nobody thought that there's going to be advocates for biological men competing in women's sports. It's crazy. It's nuts. There's actual advocates for it now. People dedicate their entire lives to let a biological man play in the WNBA. I just saw a clip of, I think it was two volleyball teams. And um, they had th one team had three men and the other two female vo women's volleyball teams. One, one team had three men. The other team had two men. And they stayed on the court the entire game. And the women, actual real women, were circling in and out from the bench. And they kept the guys on the whole entire match. It was three guys versus two girls. And the girls were rotating in and out. Who, who like, actually, do, do they have an audience for that? I don't know. It's just a clip I Cause, saw. Because somebody was saying to make a transgender sports league, except they'd go bankrupt because nobody would watch it. Hmm. I mean, no one watches women's sports, so. Yeah. Brittany Griner. Mm. That's nuts, dude. Not Can't. not supporting women's sport. However, let's be real. I mean, dude. Not dude, heavily watched. I don't think not. Nah, I don't I think that they know it too. Mm. I think it's fine. I think it's fine. Play whatever game. So, I don't I don't watch sports anyway, though. I stopped watching it. 
like yeah. year, like a few years ago after after really? all the 2020 stuff. Yeah, bro. I used to be the biggest WM, uh, <laughs> WNBA fan. Clip it. No. Well, you can tell you, <laughs> I, I used to go courtside when I lived in LA. Uh-huh. I used to go to the Staples Center and go courtside to WNBA because the yeah. tickets were 50 bucks because no one goes to the arena and I just wanted to really? sit courtside for fun. Yeah, That's I used cool. to go to LA Sparks. But yeah. I used to be the biggest basketball fan. Mm. Um, my, my coach growing up, I had like a trainer and he was Mark Jackson's brother, the mm. old coach of the Golden State Warriors, mm-hmm. great Knicks player. He was rookie of the year. I, I was, I would go hang out with Rajon Rondo. Mm. I'd go to the Bay and go watch the Warriors. 2020 happened and they turned the NBA and, and almost, honestly, every professional sport into like a social justice movement. Mm. It's like, bro, I'm trying to watch basketball, dude. I don't need you to kneel during the anthem. I don't need to see black lives matter, but all lives matter, whether you're white, black, Hispanic. I don't need to see you wearing these jerseys. LeBron, I want to LeBron, you're the best basketball player. I don't give a flying fuck about what you think about politics. Mm. You, you have no idea, bro. You have no idea. You, you make all your money from China. You're a Chinese puppet. At the end of the day, you're still one of the greatest basketball players to ever live, if not the greatest, depending on your opinion. Now you think Jordan's better? Of course. Well, yeah. Like I said, depending on your opinion, there's a lot of people like that never watched Jordan. Like mm. I think in like ten years, people will say that Mahomes is better than Brady just because they never watched Brady. It's that kind of that. I used to live in Cleveland, and when I lived in Cleveland, I actually watched. Um, so I watched a lot of LeBron. I even had a "We're All Witnesses" T-shirt. You know, I had a LeBron jersey, and when he did his the decision to go to Miami, I was with everyone else when we like burned our shit up. And then when he came back, we're like, all right, we love this guy again. And then he left to go to L.A. and we burned it again. And it was like, the first time was fine. The second time, like, forget it. Fuck this guy. He did bring a ring, though. He delivered a ring. Gone. Gone from my memory. Yeah. LeBron, you are dead to me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, LeBron, man. You know, I I think it was a huge flop. Le flop, James. Yeah. I think it was a huge missed opportunity for him to, like, actually have an impact on society. When his son fell and uh, during practice, and at the same time, everyone's thinking, oh, shit, COVID, COVID shot. Everyone's thinking it. And for him to say, oh, it has nothing to do with it. I'm like, I, I know his son, Brownie. Yeah. Yeah. Could have at least questioned publicly. Nah, why would he do that? Then he loses all of his money and he's banned from the end. Look at Kyrie Irving, bro. It is your son. Do you remember Kyrie Irving? Yeah. He got bro, bro, crushed. Not only did he refuse to take the vaccine and get mm. absolutely crushed, then the next year he posted the documentary. Yeah. Link to <laughs> it's a great documentary, but posted the link to a documentary, which did he did he post died suddenly? Is that the one he did? No, it was some Jew, about the Jews. Oh yeah, that's that's the line. Yeah. Can't do that. Dude, no, but he didn't say any words, so you just, Dude, what would happen if you posted that? I can't post it because they I made a video saying how come you can't say something about the Jews? And I said something like that, uh-huh. and I got emails from lawyers wow. saying that they're going to sue me for defamation. Yeah. I, I I don't really talk about it much because I feel like at the end of the day, it's um it's not like every single Jew because it's no, like I'd course. love to be like in, included in it. There's I don't want to say like there's nothing we can do, but like there's so many more important topics that we can be discussing that like actually matter mm. than that's, you know, secret group of people that actually influence like decisions, right? <sighs> Like, because I don't know who the group of people is. Like, if I know specifically who to talk about, then I'll talk about them all day. But, like, who are these people? I have no fucking clue. 
That's like the scariest part, right? How do you fight an enemy if you don't even know who the enemy is? Yeah, bro, you got to choose your enemies wisely, dude. And it's like, I don't even know who this enemy is. And then some people say it's like the Jews, but I've never been called and been invited. So I don't know who it is. <laughs> so who is it? Yeah. Or, or is that just like some, something that people think to get their mind off of everything else? Like there's so much bullshit that goes on. People just think in all these little directions. No one actually really knows. That's I thought the-, the invitation shows up in like your bar mitzvah envelope. I never had a bar mitzvah. <laughs> That's why you didn't get invited. That is exactly you wanna, why you, you didn't go, get invited. You want to go with me to Israel? <laughs> Let's go to the Western Wall and have a bar mitzvah. And cry. We'll put our hand and do a photo op. It, that's the only reason why you're not in the club. You missed the opportunity for the invitation. They were, they probably had it printed. They had it ready for you. You didn't do a bar mitzvah. And they're like, fuck this guy. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. And then they called their friends at YouTube and said, take him down. He didn't do a bar mitzvah. That is for sure how it went down. Yeah. Yeah. Can can you retroactively do it? Yeah. 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 That's why I said let's go to Israel. So would you go to Israel? I would. I would I go now? I'd go to I'd go to Gaza Strip right now. That would be interesting. That'd be crazy, dude. I'd go film some content on the Gaza Strip. I that, wonder. Like I'm not gonna lie, I would. Um, I, I like wanted to go to O Block and do a video. Mm. Like oh, I'd risk my life. I'd get I'd get I'd risk my life for content. Like it's a great thumbnail, dude. Yeah, man, man on the street gets shot in Gaza for asking about Israel or Palestine. We will talk <laughs> is that, about. Is that crazy? To see? We will talk about you on the pod. <laughs> just remember, yeah, just please remember me. That's all we, I ask. we will remember you favorably. Keep my name alive. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Like, how far am I willing to go? If I was nineteen, I'd go literally anywhere. Yeah. There is nothing that would stop me from literally any corner of the world. If there's an opportunity for me to go, I would go. If I was doing what I do now and I was your age, I would for sure go everywhere. Now I got like a family. I got a kid at home. Like It's different. Like, yeah, it's a little bit different. Would I really go to to uh, the West Bank? <laughs> you know? Although this part of the West dude, Bank I'd is go nice. To, I'd go to Crimea. Yeah. Why not? Russia. Russia, dude. Yeah, I lo- no, I want to go to Russia this year. I want to go to Russia so bad. Can you go to Russia? Yeah, it pretty easily. Or yeah. is it shut off? No, you can go. You you can go to Dagestan. Go to all these places. It's just very hard to get in, and there's a lot of uh, worriness and unknown if you're able to make it back. Yeah, you know whether that's Russia letting you leave or America letting you back in. Which side do you think is okay? Tucker went to Russia, and we all know he's in Russia. The whole world knows he's in Russia. All of Rus- Russian news and media are following him around. Yeah. Is it more dangerous for him trying to get out of Russia or is it more dangerous to come into the United States? Coming back to the United States. What the fuck is wrong with society? That That's even the answer. The truth is stranger than fiction. That's so crazy. It's so crazy to think about that. You agree with me, right? I, I agree with you 100%. Yeah. I think him getting out of Russia is no problem. It's not because he's a Russian spy or plant, like get over it. It's because, like, this side doesn't want people to talk about things they don't want you talking about. And they will literally shut you off of YouTube for it. Yeah. No, I guarantee you if, like, Ukrainian government called and Zelensky's like, hey, Tucker, I want to do an interview, he would drop everything in a second and go do it. They just won't do it with him because they know that he's going to ask questions that they don't have the answers to. Oh, I wonder if he'd make it out of Ukraine. Flip the question. If Tucker was in Ukraine, is it harder for him to get out of Ukraine or come back to the United States? I don't think he'd... I think he'd go missing, bro. Oh, 
That's crazy thought. I think I think he has a, a a real chance of going missing in the United States, like let alone leaving the country. Like him being here. Did you see what Hillary Clinton was saying about him a few days ago? Yeah. Yesterday, yeah, dude. When when you're on that sort of radar, when you're pissing, you're like, dude, he's pissing off the wrong people. These are people we don't even know, dude. Yeah, he's pissing off the wrong fucking people. It's Alex Jones. It's and Trump, dude. Like when when you start really pissing off the wrong people, you're you're done for. They're gonna go after him. They're gonna go after him big. Um, which makes me love Tucker even more. You know what I mean? It's like if the mainstream media and all the talking heads and all the liberal elite, like the Clintons, say, hate this guy because he's a blank. I'm like, I fucking love this guy. Yep. I don't even know who he is. I don't even know what he is about. That's my homie. It's a seal of approval. That's <laughs> crazy how that works. I'm, I'm going to subscribe to TuckerCarlson.com just to watch it at 630. I don't want to wait till it gets put on Twitter. Oh, he's doing it early, like on his website. If you like join his website, mm. he's I, dropping. It I subscribed early. the first day. Really? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I just really like what he does, and uh, it's like the only way I can support his work, yeah. which I think is important. So I subscribed the first day just because, like, I just wanted to. Yeah. I don't. No. I have no idea what's behind the paywall. My, have you looked into it or no? Be, paywall? Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea. Really? I've never looked. Oh wow. Yeah, it's one of those where I signed up first day. I give my eight dollars a month or whatever. Yeah. And that's it. Like, I haven't even looked. Yeah, I, I'm actually going to do that right now. My um, I have an office with, like, six people and one other person subscribed. I'm doing that right now. Shaney Rich, live on the pod, subscribing to TuckerCarlson.com. Which camera do I show this to? I think we show this camera right here. All right, let's see. Hopefully, like, my credit card doesn't get leaked. $6 a month. Yeah. Well, it's, All right. It's going to be a... We're going to do annual... Yeah, why not? We'll give Tuck a whole year. I wish they had lifetime. Yeah, they should do a lifetime. All right. Don't want that email out there. <laughs> Look at this. Tucker, you owe me my commission for getting <laughs> Shady Rich to, to subscribe to your page. Tucker, give him a live. kickback. <laughs> we'll just come back on his pod. Let's see. Oh, there's that. Okay. If this does not up. use Apple Pay, it's going to be a huge L. I'm no, just going to say it right here. They will let me. Actually, maybe not. 4-4. Four, four. Dude, any business, if you're not letting people use Apple Pay, you are losing money every day. That's all I use is Apple Pay, dude. That's all I use, too. So it's uh, $72 a year. Rocket. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Now, for whatever reason, they don't let me do Apple Pay. Oh, well, I know it will do. Shout out the Apple card. Nice. $72. I'm, That's so uh, worth it. I want to hate the Apple ecosystem so bad, so much, but I'm so deep in the Apple ecosystem that I can't speak poorly of them because their ecosystem is so great. It works so well. Um, I use the Apple card. I use Apple Pay. I use an iPhone. I use a MacBook for like my travel. I have a Mac Studio for my editing. You know, it's, it's dude. There's nothing better than it, bro. I have an iPad that I use for like the teleprompters. Everything goes iPads. Like I am like fully immersed. I give them my twenty twenty dollars per month for their Apple One. You know what I mean? Like I am so deep in the system with them. Yeah, this is wild. They um, they just charged me. No, I can't even log in, but I just got charged and it said incorrect. 
They just charged me twice. I just got charged twice. We need to work on the system, Tucker. Tucker, what is going on? I just got a... Uh, well, I guess I just gave him the yearly <sighs> twice. Hmm. I bet you there's an email somewhere that you got. Well, at least we're in. This is an experiment gone wrong. <laughs> yeah, Tucker. It's great, though. It's still, I'm in. Confirm. Nice. Great. Awesome. Live subscription you, to TuckerCarlson.com. Thank you, Shaney. That was great. <laughs> we need Apple Pay. We need to add it into the website. I think that's a must because if you want the younger generations, dude, I don't even carry a wallet these days. No, I don't either. If you don't have Apple Pay, I'm probably just not going to go to another store at this point. Yeah. Like, who wants to carry a wallet? Nobody. And you load, like, one or two credit cards in it, and you're done. Done for. And Apple, the Apple card pays, like, 4% cash back every month. I love it, dude. On instant, on your purchases. Yeah, they just give it back to you, and you get mm. it in cash, and you can send it to people instead of Venmo. You can Apple Apple Pay via iMessage, you know? Yeah. And they had their savings account. They were paying like 4.5% on your savings. Yeah, it's So great. I got money in there too. Yeah. How do you compete with Apple? And you now don't. you got the Apple Vision Pros. Yeah, we're going to have some fun after this oh, with the Visions. Man. Dude, what is the craziest thing you've done in the Vision Pros? <laughs> okay, don't answer that. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm... I don't want to know and I'm not quite sure I want to touch those either <laughs> I can't believe I put that shit on my face <laughs> no 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 I haven't done all I haven't done all that the craziest thing I've done is I've been fully immersed in on the moon working with my computer with seven other monitors on a group FaceTime call and it actually is a way more productive workflow than my actual laptop wait say that again I'm what f- fully immersed uh-huh on the moon uh-huh. With seven monitors, my keyboard from my computer on a 72-inch monitor on the moon, on FaceTime with my digital avatar, with my partner, working. That's crazy. Yeah. What's the longest time you've spent within the... This is the longest time I've been off of them since I've had them. How, how, how long have you had them? Uh, three days. You've had them three days? Yeah, I got them, I got them Tuesday. And what's the longest maybe one-time session you've had? Nine hours. Nine hours? Yeah, I just wear them all day. Yeah, I'm about to put them on after. Put them Are you back. itching? Like, I kind of want them on? Yeah, dude. I don't <laughs> I don't like the real world, man. I like the visions, dude. Seriously? I'm serious. Yeah, it's it's fucked. Yeah, it's addicting, dude. Is it? It's that bad? Yes. Yeah. Dude, that's dangerous. <laughs> Trust me, I know. It's dangerous, dude. You see, I saw a clip of uh, Steve will do it. He was at the gym and he was just explaining the same exact thing, saying this is just awesome and like he's never gonna like get off of it. Dude, it's, it's he was like on the treadmill. Yeah, watching Rocky and gambling. Yeah. So dude, it's dangerous. You can have multiple screens on at the same time. Yeah. And because it's spatial, you can have everywhere, so you're not limited by physical space. Dude, I can put on the visions. I can make a 72 inch monitor over there. I can have uh, text messages over here, and I can have uh, dinosaurs on that wall, like real dinosaurs mm. look like they're there. I can walk outside, go downstairs to, this, to get some food, come back, and everything's still there as I left it. That's. I can put a notepad on my fridge about the groceries I need to get. I can have three more TVs next to my main TV, leave my house for a day, come back, put on the visions, everything's still there. It, it remembers it spatially. 
So the obvious next step, once enough people get used to this technology, is that they're going to get so comfortable with having information everywhere, so comfortable the idea of being able to overlay your digital world over your analog real world, the next obvious step is that you're just going to implant in your brain, right? Yeah, or contacts, yeah. And that's okay? Because right now you have to deal with the glasses, but you really like this experience. So So if they're like, Janie, you can get it where you can live the same life, but without the glasses and the headache and the dealing of the glasses. Sign me up. Seriously? Yeah. Every morning, dude, when I wake up. like wild. This morning, I woke up with the gnarliest headache, like for 50 minutes, the craziest migraine I've ever had, and I just had to put them right back on. You're going through withdrawal. <laughs> the mi- the the migraines are nuts when you take it off, and then it kind of is like depressing because it's like, dude, where's like my vision? Bro, Shut up! No, I'm not even trolling. I'm being that serious. That's so crazy. It's dangerous, bro. But I've gotten so good at it that it's just like this iPhone's like like useless. This it is, seems so stupid. Yeah, dude, what is this? I'm serious? Holy shit! Yeah, and probably the oldest of generations is not going to get into this. It's it's not for them. The, you know, the middle generation is probably not for them. But if you are between 16 and, say, 25, this is going to crush it. Yeah. And this is going to be like, I remember during COVID, we're like, damn, all everyone's doing is, like, just online. Everyone's just scrolling constantly, playing video games constantly. Yep. It's the same thing times a thousand. It's going to change the world. The spatial computing aspect of, yeah, of this. Okay. Then being a forward thinker, do we need to make spatial content number one? Yeah. That's what I'm working on. That's why I have it. That's the main reason I got it because you can like, I'm going to try and figure out how to make like immersive content because if you film a video on the iPhone 15 Pro or on the Visions and you Mm. send it to someone that has the Visions, they can like go inside of the video. It's like they're standing right there. Immersive. Yeah. That's why I always say immersed. Sheesh. Yeah. That is, uh, I don't know if I'm ready for that. It's, I, a, it's, it, you, if you go to Apple Store and do the demo, bro, mm. you're going to have a holy shit moment. How much are these? 3,800. They're not cheap. No, nah, but you just finance it on the Apple card. <laughs> <laughs> 250 bucks a month with 0% interest. Oh, and that makes sense. <laughs> so that yeah. just makes sense. Say we end it there on the Apple card financing. I'm not paid for it by Apple to show the Apple card. Of course not. Man, it's a great card. Uh, yeah, facts. I, I, I use them all the time too. Yeah. Dude, yeah. it's just so convenient. Because it's there. It's there. It's there. It's there and it integrates with everything Apple. And everything. I'm I wanna hate Apple, but they're the most innovative. They just make things work. And um I don't know, man. I'm those glasses kind of scare me. Should we legit like now that we've done having fun with it? Should we legitimately be concerned? Yeah, yeah, you should. Yeah, because people are already like quote unquote brain rot is what they call it, right? Like laying in bed all day on the phone to then order Uber Eats to then watch some porn and then go to sleep. These just make that ten times worse. So there's going to be a small group of people that uses these for good and makes a fuck ton of money and actually changes the world positively, like social media. And there's also going to be a large group of people that uses it to try and destroy the world, like social media. Everything is a tool. It's like I talked about earlier. Your your keys to your house can open the front door or can ruin a car. 
you know, your gun can be used for like like all, everything is a tool. This camera can be used for good. Can shoot a podcast. Can shoot porn. <laughs> no, well, take it a step further. Can, you can extort somebody. Yeah. So it's just like everything is good and bad. This microphone, I can beautifully talk into it. I can beautifully sing into it, or I could pick you up and smack you in the head with it, and probably damage somebody with it. Hmm. So it's just like that's kind of the way I look at it. Scary times, scary issues, a lot of stuff for me to think about. I'm definitely going to play with that thing a little bit more later. Um, we're going to link the video we make and the clips we make. We're going to put them in the description. We'll definitely have you back on very soon because I like having you. I love hearing your perspective. I think it's a lot of fun. I think people watching are going to enjoy yeah. it very much. And um, I don't know, quick plug or whatever you want to do before close out. Thank you guys all for watching. Make sure you subscribe to the Matt Kim podcast. Drop a like. Even if you hated this episode, you think I'm a clown, please comment. You're boosting the algorithm. Have fun. My platform is Shaney Rich, two Y's, two C's. Thank you, everyone. See you next time. Awesome. I just